Good afternoon, y'all. It's great to see y'all's face today. Guys, uh, that first reading was really cool. I love that first line. Consider your calling, brothers and sisters. Right? I love how St. Paul encourages us to remember the calling that Christ has for each one of us and kind of like where you came from. Like, don't forget your roots. Where was that first encounter with Jesus, right? There's a famous uh, part in the Scriptures after the resurrection. Jesus had appeared to the apostles on several different occasions, but Peter was still heavy-hearted. And it says at one point, Peter looks at the guys and he just looks at him and says, I'm going fishing, right? And it seems kind of odd. And they're like, okay, I'm going with you and I'm going with you too. And it just seems weird. Like, why does he, in the midst of all this, why does he want to go fishing? Well, I think it's because he was going back to where he first met Jesus. He was going back to Galilee. I mean, to, uh, to the Sea of Galilee, right? He was going back to remember that first encounter, the, 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 that moment that he met the Lord and he heard Jesus' call, right? There's something inside of us that needs to, as Paul says, consider your calling. Go back and remember those times, right? I, I want to share with you the life of this great saint that we're celebrating today, St. Vincent de Paul. Um, considering his calling, right? Vincent de Paul was uh, born in France in 1581 to a very, very poor family, right? His upbringing was very difficult. He went into the school. He was a sharp kid. He was ordained at 20 years old. And shortly thereafter, he was captured by the Turkish pirates. And he was put into prisons, and he was enslaved, sold as a slave, as a priest, right? And then in 1607... Um, he was ordained in 1601 at 20 years old. At 1607, he converted one of his slave masters to Catholicism. And as a result of that conversion, he gave Vincent de Paul his freedom back and let him go back to being a parish priest. Right? And Vincent de Paul, from that point, had this tremendous supernatural love for the poor and for the slaves, and for the marginalized, and for the widows, and the orphans, right? This was his great passion. And, I can't, and he started so many oratories, and religious orders, and these different groups, that that's all that they do is they reach out to those who are you know, in need. We have St. Vincent de Paul Society still to this day, and that's what they do. They go and they help those who are in need. As a matter of fact, they're coming into the diocese to go help down in the lower parts of Terrebonne and Lafouche um, to start helping families uh, that are that are poor. They've lost everything. But I think it's really interesting. Vincent de Paul could have looked at his upbringing as someone who was a very poor person, someone who was caught into slavery, and he could have become a very bitter person, right? But what he did was he actually took his upbringing, he took his experiences, as tragic as they may have been, I'm sure it was nothing pleasant to be sold into slavery. But instead of turning inward and bitter, he used that to help become the great saint that he became. He used it to now turn it into the great mission work that he was going to end up doing as a priest. right? And that's why it flourished so tremendously, because he took what was the cross, the suffering of poverty and being a slave, and it turned into the resurrection. And fruits began to come through it. So much so that 1518, I mean 1581 was when he was born, right? We're still experiencing his fruits to this day. Because he chose not to let the tragic moments of his life dictate how he was going to become. 
He used it for the good to bring forth a lot of life. And it's been doing that for centuries upon centuries. So maybe it's a time for us to look at ourselves. Consider our calling, right? What has my life been like? And how have I been able to use what could be tragic moments in our life and use them for the good so that God can be glorified and that even through the cross, we will experience the resurrection. And in that, God is going to use us to be able to minister to people, right? Many times that's some of the best people to, be, to, to start programs and, 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 and groups is those who have been hurt in certain areas they become some of the most powerful witnesses of redemption, right? And that's why I think people love testimony so much. Because you see, they went through that, and this is how God brought them through that. Man, powerful moments, right? So let's take a time today. This is some time before our Lord and the Blessed Sacrament, some quiet at your house, to consider your calling. Consider that moment where you met the Lord, right? Consider your Galilee moment and go back to it. And see how God is now going to use what was tough moments in your life for something that could be really victorious and help change other people's lives. Amen? Amen.